You're listening to the KCAC Beat. Now, introducing your host, Hans Nickel. Hello and welcome to the KCAC Beat. My name is Hans Nickel, Assistant Commissioner for Operations here at the Kansas Collegiate Athletic Conference. It is Wednesday, November 23rd. We are getting ready for Thanksgiving uh, just tomorrow, wrapping things up before the holiday break here at the conference office. And we're going to look at women's basketball results from last night's conference game. Just a scheduling note, uh, we will not have any games this weekend in the conference, so we will not be having a Beat Scoreboard Cup podcast on uh, Monday morning. But on Monday, we do have conference games. We'll take a quick look at those conference games here later in this podcast. And so we will do that, what is regularly a Monday morning score weekend scoreboard beat uh, we'll do that on tuesday morning following games on monday as we prepare uh, for a continuation of conference play but we did have six games in action last night in kcac women's basketball and let's go ahead and take a look at those as we head into the kcac women's basketball scoreboard This is the KCAC Scoreboard. Again, six games in action last night on Tuesday, November 22nd in the KCAC in women's basketball. We will hit those six here in this scoreboard recap. Let's travel first to Leavenworth, Kansas, where the University of St. Mary hosted Southwestern College. St. Mary winning this one in convincing fashion, 68 to 36. There were no lead changes, no ties in this one. St. Mary came out early, uh, won the first quarter 16 to 6, but but jumped ahead with the first basket and led the entire way. Uh, Largest lead uh, was 32 points for the University of St. Mary. Looking at team statistics, St. Mary shot 38% from the field, 25 of 66, held Southwestern to 11 of 75, shooting 15% from the field. St. Mary took 31 three-pointers in the game, hit eight of those, uh, 26% rate. Southwestern took 19, making two, an 11% rate. Southwestern went 12 of 18 from the free throw line, 67% as a team. St. Mary, 10 of 16, 63% as a team. In the rebounding battle, St. Mary won that 47 to 40. Turnovers were fairly even. Southwestern had 14. St. Mary had 13 turnovers. Southwestern won the second chance points battle. 10 second chance points for Southwestern, just five for St. Mary. But St. Mary dominated in the paint, scoring 32 points in the paint compared to just 14 for Southwestern. St. Mary also had 24 points come off the bench compared to Southwestern's 13 points off the bench. Looking at individual performances, we'll look first at Southwestern. Uh, Two players tied for leading score. Macy Pond out of the starting lineup, nine points. 
had five boards, two steals uh, in the game as well. Then off of the bench, Brianna Williams in 20 minutes of play scored nine as well uh, for the Mound Builders. Leading rebounder uh, for Southwestern also came off the bench was Maddie Jones had eight boards in 18 minutes of play. For St. Mary, two players in double-figure scoring, both uh, out of the starting lineup. Leading scorer in the game was Tania Sims. She had 18 points, grabbed eight boards, had two assists, three steals in 22 minutes of play uh, out of the starting lineup. The other double-figure scorer was Jessica Johnson, 13 points, six boards, one assist in 23 minutes. Two players scored nine coming off the bench. Demi Amold had nine points, uh, rebound and assist in 19 minutes. And Addison Pinnegar had nine points, an assist uh, in 14 minutes of play off the bench as St. Mary gets the victory on Tuesday evening. Next game, we're going to travel to Sterling, Kansas, where Sterling College hosted York University this game. Another uh, win for the home team in convincing fashion. Sterling wins this one 82 to 56. Sterling's largest lead of 29 came in the third quarter. Uh, There was one tie, one lead change as York had an early lead in this one, got it up to two-point lead uh, with 9.25 to play in the first quarter. But Sterling ends that first quarter on a large run, wins the first quarter 22-9 and does not look back uh, from there in the victory. Sterling went 32-62 from the field's 52%, uh, held York to 17-57 of or 30% shooting. York hit seven of 24 threes, so 29% rate. Sterling hit six of 20, a 30% rate. York made 15 of their 19 free throws, 79% as a team. Sterling made 12 of their 17, 71% as a team. Sterling won the rebound battle 36 to 29. Uh, 16 York turnovers resulted in 17 Sterling points off of turnover. Sterling won the second chance points battle 14 to 4. Points in the paint in favor of Sterling 28 to 16. Uh, bench points was in favor of York 34 to 11. But the Warriors get the victory at home in the Gleason Center. Looking at individual performances, the leading scorer for York University was Kiara Piscina. 10 points out of the starting lineup, added four rebounds and an assist in 31 minutes of play. Leading score off the bench was Giannis Keith, had nine points, eight rebounds, and three steals in 25 minutes of play. Out of the starting lineup, Shauna Johnson also added nine points along with five rebounds in 23 minutes of play. Sterling had three scores in double figures. Leading all scores in the game was Carson Schultz, out of the starting lineup for the Warriors, 24 points, four boards, three assists, three steals, 30 minutes of play. Um, 
Bailey Albright added 19 points, two boards, and an assist in 33 minutes of play. And Taya Wilson had 15 points, nine rebounds, three assists, one steal in 24 minutes of play. All three of those double-figure scorers for Sterling were in the starting lineup. Leading scorer off of the bench was Lauren Carmack for Sterling. She had four points added three boards in 14 minutes of play for Sterling as Sterling gets the victory on Tuesday evening. Our third game, we will look at McPherson traveling to Ottawa. So Ottawa, Kansas, where McPherson College and Ottawa University faced off. And again, it's the home team that gets the victory here. Ottawa wins this one 78-61 over McPherson. Ottawa shot 44% from the field, 24-54. McPherson shot 34% from the field, 21-61. Three-point shooting heavily in favor percentage-wise for Ottawa. Ottawa hits five out of 16 attempts, 31% as a team. McPherson shoots 12, only makes one, 8% as a team. A lot of free throws shot in this one. McPherson goes 18 of 23, 78% as a team. Ottawa goes 25 of 30, 83% as a team. McPherson wins the rebounding battle 40 to 35, uh, but turns the ball over 22 times compared to Ottawa's 18 turnovers in the game. Looking at individual performances for McPherson, they were led uh, in scoring and led all scores with 18 points was Diamond uh, McEarth had 18 points 6 rebounds, 4 assists, 4 steals in the game uh, Jada Kennedy also in double figures out of the starting lineup 10 points, 7 boards 1 assist, 2 steals for the Bulldogs off of the bench leading scorer was Summer Kirkman 10 points uh, one rebound, two assists, one steal off the bench for McPherson. Ottawa had four players in double figures. Their leading scorer coming out of the starting lineup, Anest Walker, 14 points, one rebound, five assists, one steal. Also in the starting lineup, um, Mariah Moore, 11 points, four boards, and a steal. Jayla Johnson, 11 points, five boards, and an assist. The other double-figure scorer came off of the bench with 12 points. It was Sierra Brown. Uh, had those 12 points, nine rebounds, close to a double-double. Added an assist as well as Ottawa gets the win. Our fourth game of the evening, we traveled to Kansas City, Missouri, where Avila University hosted Bethel College. And we have a road team get the first victory here of the day as Bethel uh, wins this one 62-56 in Kansas City. Uh, Bethel's largest lead was nine points in this one. It came in the second quarter with 5.50 to play. Avila had a lead of two uh, right before uh, halftime, uh, 52 seconds to play. There were eight ties, six lead changes in the game. That was fairly back and forth. Uh, looking at team statistics, Bethel, Outshot Avila. Bethel was 23 of 57 from the field, 40%. Avila was 19 of 52, 37%. Three point shooting. Uh, Bethel, 4 of 15 for 27%. Avila, 5 of 18 for 28%.
free throws. Bethel hit 12 of 19, 63%. Avila 13 of 20, 65%. Bethel won the rebounding battle 40 to 35. Uh, Bethel turned the ball over 21 times. That led to 22 Avila points. Avila turned the ball over 23 times leading to 18 thresher points. Uh, second chance points were in favor of Avila, 12 to 11. Uh, points in the paint, though, in favor of Bethel, 32 to 24. Uh, Bethel's bench also outscored Avila's bench, bench 21 to 18. Looking at individual performances uh, for Bethel, or sorry, for Avila, three players in double-figure scoring, London Foster, led the team with 15 points, eight boards, six assists, two steals, a nice game from London out of the starting lineup. That was about 35 minutes of play. Also in the starting lineup, Hannah Smith had 10 points, four rebounds, two assists, and 29 minutes of play. Uh, Then off the bench, Kayla Navy had 10 points, two rebounds, two steals in 20 minutes of play. There were two double-figure scores for Bethel. Leading all scores out of the starting lineup for the Threshers was J.C. Freshour. 24 points, four rebounds, one assist, four steals in 30 minutes of play. Then off of the bench, Jasmine Pete scored 13, had 11 rebounds, a double-double, along with a block in about 18 minutes of play. So a nice game off the bench from Jasmine as the Threshers go on the road at the Maybe Fieldhouse in Kansas City, Missouri, and defeat Adela. Our fifth game of the night, a close one in Salina as Friends University traveled to Kansas Wesleyan University and the home team, the Coyotes, get the victory here, 68-62. to uh, Kansas Wesleyan out shooting friends in this one from the field. The Coyotes go 28 of 66, 42% from the field. Friends goes 21 of 53, right at 40%. Three-point shooting played a a factor in this one. Friends hits four. Kansas Wesleyan hits seven. Friends actually shot a little bit better from the three-point line, 31%, compared to Kansas Wesleyan's 29%. But the Coyotes get seven versus Friends four three-pointers. Free throws heavily in favor of the Falcons here. Did a good job from the line with 16 of 22 from the free throw line, 73% as a team. Kansas Wesleyan only shoots 12, only makes five of those, which is a 42% team rate. Friends out rebounds Kansas Wesleyan 38 to 36, um, but 17 friends turnovers lead to 21 Kansas Wesleyan points. Kansas Wesleyan only turns over the ball six times. That only leads to or sorry, turns the ball over 11 times. It leads to six points off of turnovers for friends. Second chance points in favor of Kansas Wesleyan, 12 to 10 points in the paint. Fairly close. Kansas Wesleyan, 38. Friends, 32. Bench points in favor of Kansas Wesleyan in this one, 22 to 12. Looking at individual performances, a leading scorer in the game came from Friends University. The Falcons had three players in double figures, but leading scorer for the Falcons and in the game was Mackenzie Shippey, 24 points, eight rebounds, two assists, and a steal in 37 minutes of play. Bridget Busby out of the starting lineup also scored 15 points, had five rebounds, two assists, and a steal in 34 minutes of play. Uh, off of the bench for 
Sprints. Their leading bench scorer was Ryland Garner, had 12 points, eight boards, one assist, one steal, played 27 minutes for Friends, and had a nice game off of the bench. Kansas Wesleyan, three players in double-figure scoring. Their leading scorer out of the starting lineup was Catherine Bowman, 14 points, one rebound, one assist, one steal in 29 minutes of play. Uh, Kayla Hill, 10 points, five rebounds, one assist, three steals, two blocks out of the starting lineup as well for the Coyotes. Leading scorer off the bench was Courtney Kaufman. She scored 11, had three points, three assists, and a steal in 15 minutes of play as Kansas Wesleyan uh, gets the win at home against Friends University. Our last game of the night, it took the longest to play. It was a barn burner, a very close game down in Bartlesville, Oklahoma, where Bethany College traveled to Oklahoma Wesleyan. And this game went into overtime as uh, the game tied through regulation we head into overtime and the road team the swedes able to eke out a victory on the road in overtime here 68 to 67 looking at team statistics this game uh, saw two ties in this there were actually no lead changes uh, but oklahoma wesleyan keeps battling back gets uh gets ties going here and that well there's something wrong with the trend stats here because i see largest lead there had to have been at least one lead change oklahoma wesleyan does build a lead up to 15 at one point uh where bethany builds their largest lead of five and that came in overtime largest lead for oklahoma wesleyan of 15 came in the second quarter so bethany able to come back in this one uh, especially in the fourth quarter 23 to 15 Bethany wins the fourth quarter to force overtime uh, in this one looking at team statistics uh, Oklahoma Wesleyan goes 20 of 56 from the field Bethany 26 of 69 so in terms of field goal percentage Oklahoma Wesleyan 36% from the field Bethany 38% from the field Uh, quite a bit of difference in three-point shooting Bethany goes one of seven That is 14% from the three-point line. Oklahoma Wesleyan, 8 of 20, 40% from the three-point line. Free throws, Bethany hits 15 of 24. That's a 63% team shooting rate. Oklahoma Wesleyan hits 19 of 33 attempts, 58% rate. Rebounds was completely even, 35 apiece. Uh, Oklahoma Wesleyan turns the ball over 19 times. That leads to 23 Bethany points off of turnovers. Uh, Bethany turns the ball over 17 times, leading to 10 Oklahoma Wesleyan points. Bethany wins the second chance points battle 11 to 6. Points in the paint heavily in favor of Bethany, 48 to Oklahoma Wesleyan's 24. Uh, Bench points, Bethany's bench outscores Oklahoma Wesleyan's bench. 27 to 8. Looking at individual performances, Oklahoma Wesleyan had four players in double figure scoring, all of them coming out of the starting lineup. Uh, leading all scorers in this one was Sydney uh, Shevenek, 20 points, four rebounds, one assist, one steal for the Eagles. 
River Jeffries added 14 points, three boards, and, and a block. Tanaja Mitchell, 13 points, four rebounds, one assist, two steals. And Jessica Gilliard, 10 points, 13 rebounds, double-double, five assists, three steals, and two blocked shots. A nice game by um, by Gilliard in this one. Leading scorer for Oklahoma Wesleyan off the bench was Malale Farmer, six points, three rebounds, two steals. There were four double-figure scores for Bethany as well, two out of the starting lineup, two off the bench, the two out of the starting lineup. Their leading scorer, Autumn Garrett, 18 points, three rebounds, two assists. Emily Weathers, 13 points, seven rebounds, one assist for the Swedes. Then off of the bench, Sarah Reiner, 12 points, six rebounds in this one. And then Armani Poling, 10 points, four boards, two assists, and a steal as Bethany gets the overtime victory on the road against um, Oklahoma Wesleyan to end uh, the day in KCAC conference play. Let's take a quick look at your current standings within the conference. Three teams still undefeated in conference play. Ottawa and Bethany at 3-0 lead the conference. And then Tabor at 2-0. They were on a bye uh, last night. The three remaining unbeaten teams in the KCAC. Then it is Kansas Wesleyan at 2-1, followed by Friends and Sterling, both at 1-1. Then McPherson, St. Mary, York, Bethel, and Oklahoma Wesleyan and Avila all at one and two and then Southwestern uh, the only team yet to get a conference victory this year at 0-3 and that brings us to the end of the KCAC scoreboard before we look at the matchups that will be coming up on Monday again no games Saturday so the next set of conference matchups coming up on Monday let's look at your current Uh, Conference individual leaders statistically in points per game, rebounds per game, field goal percentage, and three-point percentage. Uh, We'll hit top five in each category. Points per game right now, your current leader is Johnson from St. Mary at 16.6 points per game. Garner from Friends is averaging 16.4. Albright from Sterling is averaging 15.9. Schultz from Sterling is averaging 15.4. And Wilson from Sterling is averaging 15.1. Rebounds per game, Brown from Ottawa averaging 12.8 is the current leader, then Wilson from Sterling at 9.0, Gilliard from Oklahoma Wesleyan at 8.7, Hunt from Southwestern at 7.9, and Pete from Bethel at 7.9. Field goal percentage, Brown from Ottawa currently at 57.6% from the field, Speck from St. Mary 53.7%, Schultz from Sterling 53%. Other Brown from Ottawa at 52%, and then Hill from Kansas Wesleyan at 50%. Three-point shooting percentage leaders, Walker from Ottawa, 53.3%. Razor from Friends, 50%. Kaufman from Kansas Wesleyan, 48.3%. McCoy from Tabor, 46.7%. And Brown from Ottawa at 45.8%. Your current conference leaders. Looking at games coming up on Monday, November 28th with the holiday nobody playing in conference or out of conference this weekend so play starts back up 
on Monday. In conference play, Oklahoma Wesleyan will travel to Bethel. Avila will travel to Friends. Tabor will travel to York. Ottawa will travel to Bethany. St. Mary will travel to McPherson. And Sterling will travel to Southwestern. All of those games tip off at 6 p.m. You can catch all of those games live on the KCAC Digital Network. You can find that digital network at www.kcacsports.com. Click on Watch Live, and you can catch live conference action all year long on that feed. But that brings us to the end of today's KCAC Beat I'd uh, like to take this opportunity just to thank you for listening. As you uh, continue to like this podcast, make sure you like and subscribe to the podcast on Apple Music, Amazon, Google Podcasts, Spotify, wherever you get your podcasts. Again, in terms of programming notes, uh, no games this weekend, so we will not have a KCAC beat on Monday morning. It will be instead on Tuesday morning following Monday's games. So make sure you're watching for that as you can catch all of the uh, the breakdown of statistics on this podcast for women's basketball. We do it for women's basketball, men's basketball as well. Uh, Mark Hoffheins does the men's basketball podcast, comes out in conjunction with this women's basketball podcast. But again, thank you for listening. And for everyone here at the KCAC, I'm Hans Nichols saying thank you and have a great day. You've been listening to the KCAC Beat. For more information on the KCAC, go to www.kcacsports.com.